0: yeah, I think it still sticks to with you to this day. Um, you know, I mean, look, anytime you have somebody that's especially, you know, a young, a young guy, um, that in every Mm -hmm. other sense, you would expect that's fully healthy and to see something like that happen is, is, uh, it's hard to deal with and, and, and it's, it's tough. And, um, know what kind of effect it had on our on our team and 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 so i can only imagine um, the guys that were on the field at that point in time you know how that you know emotionally affects them
1: nation it is yours truly <clears> tj <throat> jones i am the host of the state of the saints podcast thank you all so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast where we talk new orleans saints uh shouts out to everybody that's chi- that's coming into the chat right now uh shouts out to everybody that's here um yeah we're gonna be talking a little bit about today about uh head coach dennis allen uh that was a little bit of the press conference that uh, took place on yesterday. Um, it was the first time um, any New Orleans Saints uh, coach or players uh, actually spoke to the media since the uh, the tragic event uh, that involved safety, uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, and um, we'll be talking a little bit about him, as well as, you know, some some very promising news that has uh, taken place um, that I found out uh, uh upon uh making this uh, live stream um i want to give a special shout out to uh, all of the uh, doctors at the university of cincinnati who've been working tirelessly uh to try to make sure that demar hamlin uh, is getting the best care and uh it, it seems like uh he's, he's rounding the corner uh, this uh, article this comes from um ian rapaport it says bill's safety demar hamlin opened his eyes last night and it's responsive, uh, truly incredible. One thing that is very clear from speaking to those close to him, uh, they are endlessly appreciative of the medical uh, care from, that's given to Hamlin on the field immediately then over the last 72 hours. And also uh, I heard, uh, you know, just right before I started the show, is that uh, he opened his eyes and uh, he wrote down uh Did they win? Uh, Then the doctor responded to him, you won more than, you know, a game. You won uh, the game of life. So even, um, you know, in that tragic event, like he was still concerned about, you know, you know, being that football player that he was on the field uh, throughout the season. So uh, very promising news uh, to hear. uh, But um, he's not out of the woods yet. He's still in ICU, still uh, in, in critical condition. Um, we're gonna continue to lift that brother up in prayer, and we're gonna continue to support uh, Demar Hamlin and uh, his family. And if I have any uh, updates, um you know, I'll make sure that I you know talk a little bit about it and you know, and I'll, I'll share it with you all. But let's go ahead and um talk a little bit about Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen <clears throat> spoke to the media and he and he um, gave his thoughts about what was going on with Demar Hamlin. and uh, you know, of course, uh, he talked about the severity of the situation and and having to go through that he couldn't imagine but uh he he decided to um do something uh for the Saints players and I thought that this was you know we we can criticize Dennis Allen for a lot of things but this one thing I have to say that I, he has my full support on um this is what he uh this is what he said
0: Yeah look I mean it's 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 difficult um um you know, guys handle these situations in differing ways. And, you know, we opened up our team meeting with our uh, psychologist, Dr. Lana Chamlis. You know, she spoke to the team just a little bit. And, you know, we just wanted to make sure that our guys knew that there was resources available uh, to help them, you know, cope through this. Yeah, look, I think, I think you know, I think uh, talking to these guys this morning and said, you know, us as – men and probably particularly, you know, football players and big, tough, strong, you know, it's okay to admit if you need a little bit of help. Um, and so um, I just think it's important to have those resources available uh, for guys that, that, uh, that want to be able to utilize that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a nice touch by head coach Dennis Allen. You know um, we look at these guys as being superhuman and I, I talked about this on a few episodes. Uh, uh, since this tragic event happened, we look at these guys as as superhuman. We look at these guys as um, individuals that are, you know, just larger than life. And we don't look at it from a human aspect. We look at these guys as, you know, just these these millionaires who make a bunch of money to, you know, get to do something that a lot of us wish we, that we could do. But these guys really are putting their lives at risk, Okay, regardless to the choice that you made in order for you to do what you're doing, that still does not defeat the fact that these guys are putting their lives at risk. And, you know, I I hear people criticizing them and and talking about how these guys are, you know, it's their choice to play the game. But look, these guys are just trying to provide for their family just like you and me. You know, they they got a privilege and opportunity to do something that is just extraordinary, but I don't feel like it's any different between you going out here uh, working really hard and trying to grind for your family. You trying to put yourself in the best position, rather than financially, uh, you know, um, as far as, you know, moving up the corporate ladder. We're all trying to do that, and uh, these guys are trying to do the same thing. And, uh, you know, and these guys watching – um, rather, it's on television or on the field. They're watching a man, a player, uh, somebody that that plays the same sport as them, fighting for their lives on the field. That that can have a psychological effect on you. And I don't want anybody to you know get away from that. So I think that what Dennis Allen has done um, is pretty uh, remarkable. And um, you know, I hope that you know those individuals that were affected by it. I hope they take advantage of those resources that they're putting out there. Cause I mean, we know that, uh, depression, anxiety, um, trauma, you know, some of us, you know, still dealing with it to this day. And, uh, we want people to be able to help us, you know, and talk and have people to talk to in order for to help us cope. So, you know, that's, um, that that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that Dennis Allen is doing. Like I'm, I'm not gonna criticize Dennis Allen about this because I mean this is this is pretty good stuff, and for him to even think about that, I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty incredible. So I have to give him props uh, in that regard. But all positive things um, seem to be coming out of the hospital so far. Once again, Demar Hamlin not out of the woods yet. So you know we got to continue to pray for this brother, and continue to uh, lift him up, and you know uh, just uh, make sure that <clears throat> you know we just think about you know his family think about uh the people that's really close to him and uh make sure we pray for them as well. I'll go ahead and read some of your comments. This is not going to be a long show, folks, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh we'll start with Slim South says uh keeping up uh, prayers for Demar. Uh let's see uh prayer works. Uh prayer definitely going up to that young brother. Says uh, positive vibes, positive vibes. Yeah, man. I I mean it was just it's just tough, man. It's just tough to actually uh, see this because I mean and also you think about the guys that's going to be taking the field um, you know this weekend and what is going to be going through their mind you know a part of them are going to be thinking about you know could have been me I mean I, I thought about this man I'm going to be honest with you a uh, shout out uh, to a good friend of mine guy I went to Carver High School with um, he ended up uh, going to Texas Southern ended up coming back to New Orleans being a band director his name was Carl Barberin Shouts out to Carl. Um, I remember one time we was talking about a Saints game, man. It was late. It was like, I think the Saints played in primetime. I'll never forget this. And um, we was on social media. We were chopping it up. Like, it was maybe like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I went to sleep and I woke up and I started seeing, like, texts and inboxes, you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, not um, inboxes, but... Posts about rest in peace to call barbara and breath i'm like whoa whoa i'm like what happened man like i literally just was talking to this dude last night about this saints win and um it, it, it turns out that the brother had a heart attack in his sleep and man that that hit me different because this was a guy that we was in um uh, saying computer was in computer literacy class together our final year at um at at Uh, Carver High School it's a guy that I knew the entire time I was in high school sit right next to me good solid dude played in a band same age as me man and this dude was like up like having a conversation with me and the next thing I know he just drops dead of a heart attack and I'm like oh my goodness you know like and it made me think about my own immortality and it made me think about you know, my life It start to make me think about, you know, like we we look at our age and we like, man, we got we're full of life. And but life is a very, very precious thing It's a very precious thing that that we have. And, and some of us sometimes even including myself, we can take that for granted. And, you know, just dealing with situations like this, it makes you think. But it also makes you have an appreciation for your own life and the people that are very, very close to you, the people that love you, the people that admire you, the people that want to see you do well and the people that you want to see do well. Right. Um, I mean, I know that just kind of that hit different. You know, when you know somebody that's close to you and something like that happens, it can't change you, you know, and for a while, you know, it, it was for a while, you know, like, I, I was walking around, and I was, like, really, really scared for myself, you know, <laughs> like, really scared, like, what if this happened to me, you know, like, what is this, it, it was just, it was just um, one of those situations where I didn't know how to feel, and it it took a while, and I actually literally had to go to talk to somebody about that, and that was something that, you know, that I definitely brought up, so I tell everybody, you know, like, man I know we want to be superhuman we want to feel like we tougher than Teflon but it's good to talk to people at times and it's and it's good you know to be able to you know alleviate some of the pressures of life off of you and sometimes it may not come in the form of somebody that that's real close to you sometimes you need that that uh you know a person that doesn't have a dog in the fight so to speak a person that can sit down and help you uh you know Tried to put things together, put the pieces together. So um, this might be a situation where, you know, you're probably going through, but I mean, always know that, you know, there's somebody that's out there that that wants to give you love, that wants to give you support, you know, like don't, don't just, you know, take it in stride and just be like, Oh, it's going to take care of yourself. I mean, it's okay sometimes to be vulnerable and it's okay. Sometimes to express yourself, you know, so, I mean, that's just – that's just I have to share that story because it, I feel like it kind of coincides with, you know, what those players are probably going through. So, uh, read some more of your comments here. It says, uh, hey, yo, uh, will Bill uh, get out of here uh, with that? Uh, we done with that whole talk. I don't know exactly what we're talking about here. Um, I, I don't know exactly what we're talking about. And I don't know exactly what he said. But I'm not going to scroll back to the top. I don't know exactly what the conversation and what it actually uh, led to. But, hey, uh, any thoughts on the NFL looking at an AC? You know, um, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen down the line, but I don't think that it's probably going to happen in the next two to three years. Um, I think that it's probably going it, to – they want to adjust to this whole seven seed thing, and they probably going to end up like – probably going to end up adding – uh you know another seed it's just like with college football right now you know they they had a 14 playoff now they about to expand the, the college football playoff so i mean as long as the money keep pouring in of course you know what it's going to be you know do they go end up adding them because that's an extra team going into the playoffs that's a fan base that's going to go into the stadium and pay money in order to see their team fight for a shot at the super bowl so of course i mean it's it as long as it's it, it makes mono, mono, uh, makes sense monetarily, of course. Of course, they're gonna end up like being that way, uh, biologically as well as physically. There's a difference between a nine either being a six, either being no offense to them, but not the same. Um, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, bro. I'm sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> let me see. Uh, I feel uh, he's going to uh, fully recover and bounce back. Keep those prayers coming. Uh, They are working. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, we all going to be lifting this brother up in prayer. All right. Um, uh, Yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to bring back an old one. What that dude said one time on your channel. Um, What, would what guy, what he said one on the channel. See, a fart attacks ain't no jokes. Uh, Be safe, friends. Let's see. uh, Blessings to you and your family. Uh, Yes, Blessings. Love y'all. Just had to get off my chest real over rich. Uh, let me see. I, I live life now by saying what God has done for me is for me and is my time and it's my time. But while I'm here, I'm going to promote positivity. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, you always want to be impactful in a person's, you know, in a person's life. Or you want to be able to bring like a positive, uh, you know, you, you want to bring a positive moment. You know, and also, like I said, you're supposed to have an appreciation for that. And I'm pretty sure, like, those players inside the Saints locker room probably feel that way this day. And um, like I said, man, they're about to go out here and they're going to play against the Carolina Panthers. And you, man, you you won't have any choice but to think about that, especially, like, when it's something that's, you know, that's so close to home. And, uh, you know, I have to admit, you know, Dennis Allen is right. He said, you know, as onlookers like myself and, and everybody here, it, I mean we watch these guys and you know we see them playing but I mean we don't really understand the ins and outs of what goes into preparing for a football game like on a professional level and the relationships that these dudes build and some of the things they have to do in, you know they do doing the off season. they get together with these guys they work out together and um like he's, like he mentioned like it's it's like a fraternity you know speaking of fraternity man have found dates all the Brothers, of cap alpha psi out there, you know what I'm saying like, shouts out to the for the noobs out there, um, but yeah, it, it's like a fraternity, you know, it's um, you know, you, you're close knit, and it's you know very few people that understand what you're actually going through and the ins and outs and the behind the scenes things. So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it, it hurts those brothers a lot. Who that TJ and a fan praying for Demar Hamlin and his family? Uh, them jabs, uh, shaking my head. Let's see, the State of Saints podcast, no worries, TJ, that's the troll, I handled it. Uh, JT, uh, rude awakening coming from those under, uh, let's see, Eric, um, Bill, I Yeesh, I don't know what we're we talking, I don't know how we got to this point, I don't know, whatever it was said. it must have been something crazy. Uh, let's see, TJ, I know we were a great team but I still can't shake just handling the Bucks, Bucs, the, uh, a playoff spot. Well, look, it's nothing we can do about Eugene except for look, look towards the future. Um, we took steps on the last episode talking about, you know, maybe what the Saints need to do in free agency, guys that you we feel that would be uh, beneficial to their success in the future and guys that they may need to cut ties from, all opinion stuff, of course, but, we we took those steps look the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can say do whatever they want to do i'm talking about their fans like at the end of the day i'm not impressed i'm not in, i'm not impressed at all like it's funny to me and it's and it's downright pathetic in some cases that your team has a right now Your team has the same amount of, if I'm not mistaken, have the same amount of wins or one win more, if I'm not mistaken, right? You know what I'm saying? Like one win more than the New Orleans Saints. They have what? I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking, they have like one win more than Carolina. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it is not like you steamrolled your way through the NFC South. Right, you you didn't like you you have a shirt on that says conquer the south." Like you didn't conquer anything, you didn't do anything. Like what what actually did you do? You know nothing. Like you just you know won one game more, and and the way that things were mashed up, like, I'm not impressed by that. That's equivalent to a person who just walks around the mall, right, and they just looking at a place to go. And they stop at this store and they walk in and then all of a sudden confetti falls down. There's a Lawrence going on. Like, man, what's going on here? Congratulations to you. You are the 100 customer of the day for real. Yeah. Yeah. So what do I get? Well, you get this nice T-shirt and you get this nice hat. That's that's kind of like what this is. Like you basically felt. I'm sorry, ass backwards into prosperity, like it, it, I'm not impressed that day. Like, coming into groups, talking about stuff on social media like they just better than everybody else is hilarious. Like, it is hilarious. It's a joke. You know, like, nobody, like, you don't get no props for that. You know, that's like, it's like your little brother beating you in basketball. Like, you guard him. Like, okay, man, let me see what you got. See what you got. And you just throw up a shot in the air. And it goes, like, way up in the air and the trajectory. Just falls right down. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he just running around the yard, like, let's play again. Let's play again. Now nah, I don't want to play no more. I don't want to play no more. I won. I won. That's what that's what we own. That, that's what we're doing. That's where we at when it comes to um when it comes to that. Right. At the end of the day, I'm like, man, what, what the heck is going on? Got some on my face. I don't know. Somebody tell me if I got it off. I think I got it off. All right. But anyway. Um that's the way I feel about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Will D.A. address the fart position? Um, I doubt it. Uh, T.J., I'm all um, already looking ahead uh, to put in on a crawfish ball for the division playoff, the best round, and the draft. Uh, live life to the fullest. Nothing is promised. I agree with that. That's 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 a great uh point right there. T.J. Uh, Proud Sigma here. Only thing wrong is we share our colors with J.S.U uh gotta throw shade uh as a Jags fan. Yeah man look at the end of the day look I ain't got I told you I don't have any problems with Southern University except when they play Jackson State. All right um and you know sharing the same colors with, with the best HBCU in the country ain't nothing wrong with that I'm just saying <laughs> replacing with Matt Canada I man I'm not a Matt Canada fan. I'm not I'm really not Really hope Shannon Sharp doesn't sign that extension with Skip. He deserves his own platform. Seems like Skip has been uh, testing him lately. I don't know if uh, Skip been testing him or not. I don't know if it has anything to do with him testing him. I think it has everything to do with the fact that this dude is just an egomaniac. Like man, Skip ain't got nothing else going for him. Like this is his life. Like Shannon Sharp, he'll be all right. Shannon Sharp is a Hall of Famer. He's a multi-time pro uh, pro bowler. He's a Super Bowl champion I mean dude, got family got friends and people that appreciate him like Skip that's all he have is coming coming to that desk and you know pouring his little guts out you know what I'm saying and that's that's all he got all right so when when you have you know when you basically just wrap your whole entire life into that particular thing when somebody like you know he I guess when you feel like somebody is trying to take that away from you or try to debate you about it, or, you know what I'm saying, when people, like, start to give him more credit he, he's getting a little bit more attention and then than you are, yeah, it can kind of get to you, and um, I just think that that's where they at, and um, I just think that, you know, Skip, Skip Bayless is just, you know, I just think he an egomaniac, and I think that uh, Shannon Sharp, I, I don't think that, I, I think Shannon Sharp is a professional, I think that Shannon Sharp is a guy who will be willing to try to do you know try to make things work but i think it's a certain way that you have to approach him and it's a certain way that you have to treat him and if you go outside of that it's hard for him to bounce back and you can tell like you can tell and also you know i mean i just think that skip bill is is you know i just think that he is extremely petty i don't i don't even think he looks at like the things that he says like this dude is like this dude is the most cutthroat individual I've seen on television like he to to feel like he's won something he is willing to say and do anything like he will talk about you he will say certain things about you like it was funny to me how when Shannon came back to work yesterday uh he, he had his like his opening uh, monologue right and he was talking about you know uh skip comments and stuff like that and he wished he took it down And Skip was like, oh, you know, I stand by what I'm saying and all that kind of stuff there. And, you know, Skip was like, I was under the impression that we weren't going to bring this up today. Well, I found that hilarious. Like, how is it that he wants Shannon Sharp to follow protocol, right? But just a couple weeks ago, the biggest topic was him basically demeaning Shannon Sharp, right? Like, basically pulling something out of the air that he know, you know, like, that he trying to... Not, not that he's trying to make a, a point, but he's trying to he's trying to make a statement that he knows is probably going to end up like hurting or make Shannon Shaw feel some type of way, and he didn't even care about it. He didn't even think about it, right? But Shannon is supposed to think about, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to say anything about a tweet. Like, for Skip to be as reckless and, you know, as you know, Frank, and he's supposed to be like this big boss, Like it's, it's amazing to me like how sensitive he is when people bring up his past, right? When Jalen Rose brought up the fact that he only averaged one point a game and he was playing JV, you know, (laughs) in the 11th grade, you know, like he he wanted to take a commercial break, right? I mean, it's just amazing to me how this dude works. But he'll say anything, like he'll say anything to try to win an argument. It's it's funny how uh, things work out. Uh, I'm stronger than Pete Carmichael, (laughs) Pete Truck-Michael. (laughs) <laughs> thank you very much for the two dollars uh, a prayer for Lamar and everyone else who needs it but quick question can uh saints afford lamar jackson and if they do can they uh, uh can you think they will uh put a bid in because i think he's leaving baltimore well we know that the saints are an aggressive team so if he's out there you know the saints are going to try to do everything that they can to try to get him i mean if they're going to try to get a guy like deshaun watson in the midst of that, that controversy that he was going through, uh, trust and believe they'll they'll try to get a guy, they'll try to get a guy that has that type of talent. They they definitely will try to move heaven and earth to get him as well. Uh, you Bucks fans make me sick. Brady literally has a worse QBR than Andy Dalton. Uh, trust me, sucks fans will disappear once 12 is out of here. Hey, and you saw it too like that little brief retirement. That little brief retirement when he retired for 40 days and 40 nights i ain't i ain't see many bucks fans talking i ain't see much i ain't see much uh talk as soon as he came back that's when i started seeing him showing up there was a lo- there was a bunch of gaps in between him not you know i'm saying him retiring and then him coming back i ain't see much talk coming from these guys i ain't seen much much tough talk you know that's all i'm saying but even him with him back i'm still like at the end of the day, I'm still not impressed. Who cares? Like, like if – and I promise you this. I promise you this. If they would have won four or five uh, – even three or four games more than everybody else, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, you have your moment. But, man, bro, this is like two guys – you know what I'm saying? Like four guys running full sprint, right, and then all of a sudden – I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, One guy trip over his shoestring. Another guy, you know what I'm saying? They they found out they got like a little hole in the, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the track or something like that, and he fell into it. Then another guy over there, they running stride for stride, and then all of a sudden, like, he just, you know what I'm saying, sticks his neck out, and then you take a, a picture, and it's a photo finish, and he won by, you know what I'm saying, the skin of his teeth. That, that's, that's what this is. And I don't see how anybody can brag about anything like that. Like, I'm not – look, if – I'm playing basketball with you. You put up a shot. I put up a shot. You put up a shot. I put up a shot. All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? It's down to the last possession. You shoot a, you shoot a shot. It bounces off. right? Or you, better yet, let's do street rules. If you shoot a ball and it goes over the rim, I run as fast as I can to catch it and put it back up, and I win. Right? Like, what did I just prove? Like, I just proved that I'm faster than you. You know, I just proved that you know what I'm saying. I my instincts like like it still was a good game, it still was neck and neck, and it could have went anyway. But you know, some of the like some of these Buck fans acting like they just like been destroying and wrecking shop all year long. I'm like, like, what are we doing? Like, I get it. I get it. Doesn't matter if y'all was the champs uh this year with the same record, y'all would be happy. No, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. Like I'll be satisfied, of course, but I'll definitely, like, and I stand by this, and I stand by this. I did not throw shade to nobody after I realized the type of season that this was going to – that all these teams were going to have. I ain't throw no shade. Like, that week one game, that's when everything was open, right? When I put the little video together, the real – that was week one when things were like wide open, right? But as I looked at the season, I wasn't going to Bucks fans, pages, and trolling. I wasn't going to Falcon fan pages and trolling Carolina. I'm like, what's the point? And most of the groups, like, honestly, this has been one of the most boring years when it comes to trash talk among the NFC South. You have guys up here talking about man, I feel your pain. It is it, it, more like if we seen Falcons panthers and buck fans we probably all chilling at the bar together drinking and talking like that's that's just the way it is like no like no no little stiff jabs or nothing like this has been a dead year and i'm like that This that's been the type of this has been the type of year that it has been a bunch of teams that have been trash and quite honestly don't like even the saints if they was to make it they do not deserve to make it to the playoffs none of these teams for the exception of the fact that they all play in the division, in a division, and they all stink, that's the only reason why we're having this conversation right now. Like, if this was another division, the Bucks would not be in the playoffs right now. Thank your lucky stars that you play in a division that is absolutely high garbage. But I, like I said, I, I'm know you'll be satisfied. But I'm not sitting up here beating on my chest talking about bowing down to the Kings like the Kings or what. The Kings of mediocrity, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man, what are we doing? You know, this is like walking into a store and getting a, a mega lawsuit on a slipping fall or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, right place, wrong time. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see, are you gonna cover the Bucks deep playoff run? Um, look, I, to be fair, you know, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about the teams that's in the in the postseason. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna continue to talk about the NFL. You know, I mean, even though the Saints won't be in a, in a postseason, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sports fan too. You know, I'm a Saints fan, but I love NFL and and sports as well. Skip not uh, testing anybody. He's just a bad human. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a bad human. I ain't never met him personally. I just think that this is all he has. This is all he has, man. Outside of this, he ain't got nothing else. Like, man, like. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like for you to go on TV and basically say you always do, telling your wife you always gonna be second fiddle to this, like, huh? Like you tell your wife that she's second, okay? All right, man. That's when, like, I feel like you know, man, it's time for you to like really like look at yourself in a mirror. But I mean, he's he's old now, so he ain't never gonna change. Uh, these celebrities uh, be compromised. I don't follow none of them. <laughs> uh lewis uh you have to be able to see past the surface to know what's going on uh the saints ain't been nothing without breeze um i don't know if they've been nothing without him i mean they missed the playoffs the last two years same no pretty much the same record but i won't say they ain't been nothing i mean this is the first time like here's the here's the reality This is the first time that you all have swept the New Orleans Saints. I don't know God knows how long. Um, This is actually the first time in like two years that you all actually scored in your own stadium. Like, yeah, you know, like this is the first like this is this is the crazy thing about it. This is the first time Tampa scored against the Saints an actual touchdown in their own stadium in two years. Like, and I, I don't I don't understand it. I just don't. I don't understand, like, where it is, like... Like, the Bucks will never... Like, seriously. You you all can sit up here and grandstand all you want to, and that's fine. I mean, because it's been a while since y'all actually did anything consistently. But your organization isn't very good. Like, your whole entire run has been, because y'all failed, once again, as backwards into prosperity. If Tom Brady... If Tom Brady y'all you know, could have got that job in Las Vegas, y'all wouldn't be in the spot that y'all in right now. The man wanted to play in a dome or in warm weather, and he basically chose y'all. And then he wasn't even going to choose you all this year. All right, it was just the way the cars fit. Once again, just kind of fell into prosperity once again because if it wasn't for the whole Brian Flores fiasco, then you all probably would have had to, you know, travel a little bit further to go see him play in Miami. So enjoy while y'all can, because after after this, like we know for a fact, everything just gonna come crumbling down. Like your, or, like look at look at what you did. You you sign a Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians steps away, and you hire Todd Bowles, right? You know, like good defensive guy. Terrible coach. Well, so what's going to happen when you don't have a, a a glorified offensive coordinator on the field? Like, how are you going to be able to navigate through that, unless you guys are going to go get um, Lamar Jackson, which I highly doubt that you do. Um, y'all, y'all, it's going to be rough for y'all. I've been said this when it comes to the Saints and the Bucks. I feel like they got a, a, a more of an uphill climb than even the Falcons and the Panthers. And I've said this, and I stand by that. So, like I said, continue to win. I'm not even like I'm like you should be happy, but at the same time, like let's not just act like you know the cars didn't just kind of fall your all way over the last two to three years. Uh, talking down or telling the guy on his truth. Uh, <laughs> da's defense is uh, greater than Tampa's offense. Is the same salary cap something that can uh, eternally be kicked down the road? Of course, they've been doing it for years doing it for years saints without breeze is by far still a better team than bucks without brady that's a fact uh bucks after this year won't be Jack for a few years like us until one of us solidified a franchise quarterback again here's the reality drew um what i'm dealing with as far as my alma mater jackson state is the same thing that's gonna go on with tampa like Jackson State got all those three, I mean, four- and five-star uh, athletes because Deion Sanders was there. Tampa got all these different free agents and all these guys that would be willing to take a little bit less money and not be aggressive in free agency because Tom Brady was there. Like, you're not going – like, you think if Tom Brady leaves and and Kyle Trask is the quarterback for the next year, you think free agency is going to be like, oh man, Tampa? Man, I want to go there and play. Everybody sees it. Everybody sees that the defense, okay, holding in line. They just keeping it together. Okay, Brady going to get it right. Let's just make sure that this team doesn't score these amount of points. And then we know in the last three to four minutes, Tom Brady going to facilitate a two-minute drill that's going to put us in field goal range to go ahead or a touchdown to go ahead. That's basically how y'all been living the entire season. And like I said, he has built this culture that y'all are living in, just like with Deion Sanders, built a certain culture. When he left, a lot of the guys that were, were four and five star athletes went right with him. So, what you think gonna happen then? Unless y'all about to get like a, a unless y'all about to get a dope bomb, you know, uh, quarterback. Like, if y'all get Lamar Jackson, then I, I, like, I still feel like it would be like an uphill battle. I still feel that way because Lamar Jackson's skill set may t- turn a lot of people off. What about the guys that are like vertical threats? They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna feel like they're gonna be eaten the way they could if you had like a quarterback that's gonna be able to slay that thing and stay in that pocket. So I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't see after what when time, I don't see when Tom Brady leaves, y'all continuing to have success. Like y'all teetering on the brink right now, and y'all have Tom Brady. So. Defense win championships. I don't care about the quarterback position like most people do. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Defense do win championships, but you still need a quarterback that's going to be able to do some, do, go, um, do some things. Tampa field left out. They aren't our rivals, and they are begging for attention and validation. Without time, nobody has cared about the team for some time. Yeah, I mean, look, they should be happy about winning the division. I do not want to take that away. But I just don't. I man, I just don't understand like the angle of beating on your chest and like, man, we the like I don't know about that, man. Like a couple, you know, I, I don't know. Jay State not winning seven games next year, go Jack uh, Jaguars. Um, I hope so. We won a Super Bowl with Dal Brady before. Yeah, I mean that's true. You know, back in the day. 2002 when the, when the rules were a little bit different, when defenses can do a little bit more, you know, it's a little lax now, you know. And it was a while since that happened. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I give y'all props for that. But it's it's, it's going to, like I said, unless y'all got like the full, full plan, um, y'all going to get a quarterback that's going to be able to make some noise, it's going to be tough. And y'all going to be in the same position. JSU still owns the swag with Dow prime. Well, I hope so. I mean, a lot of the guys that uh, were in the transfer portal took themselves out. All you need is average quarterback and a good defense. I mean, that that is true at times, but that's not. You can't do that consistently, and because you have to, you have to rely on consistently having the same, like having a really good defense every single year. And we know that guys are going to want to go to greener pastures to make more money nick Foles won a super bowl nick Foles won a super bowl and has they and as the philadelphia eagles uh went back ever since no they did not you know they had quarterback issues so they got you know jalen jalen hurts and still even with jalen like he's played really well but we don't know if these guys are going to end up in the playoffs i mean i'm in a super bowl excuse me they're going to end up in the playoffs. But we don't know if these guys are going to end up in the Super Bowl. You know, uh, hit that like button for the best podcast in sports. I appreciate that. Tom Brady is why y'all got to that Super Bowl. I agree with, I mean, the defense too. I, I ain't going to, the defense carried him, you know, and it, it's kind of similar to what they did, like, the majority of the season. Their defense, like, really kind of came on and, you know, they they did some things, you know what I'm saying, to disrupt them. And, they, and they're and they playing to, I guess, they feel like Tom Brady going to figure it out. So I'll give them that, but the, that defense is pretty good. The defense is pretty good. And Tom Brady, um, Tom Brady is being helped by this defense way more than he probably has in any part of his career. I, I'll say that. But it, it still comes down to those two-minute drills. It still comes down to – uh, getting those 23 yards, those 30 yards for a Ryan suck-up field goal. You know, it, it's, it, it takes that. Hey, average quarterback is a good defense, still won't mean nothing if the coaching ain't right. So we still got uh, to account for that because that's our current situation. That's a good point, too. You know, uh, 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 an average coach is not going to elevate an average quarterback, a Good or great coach can elevate that average quarterback. I mean, we're seeing it right now when it comes to Brock Purdy out there in San Francisco, and we also seen it with Jimmy G um, with San Francisco. You know, I don't think Jimmy G is a, a great quarterback or even a good quarterback. I think he' average. You know, uh, I would draft a quarterback with Da as head coach. The offense don't have an identity. Um, I think they need to go in a different direction. I think they need to go in a different direction, man, um, when it comes to offensive coordinator. I think they need somebody different. You know, I, I was thinking about this. I don't know if this is going to happen. Uh, Shouts out to my guy, B-Mac. I was uh, I was uh, messaging him earlier today. And I was like, what if the way that the Miami Dolphins are going right now, right, no tour, no Teddy B. I think they got Mike Glennon out there. He's supposed to start. They 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 started red hot and I think they lost like four or five straight games. What if Stephen Ross fires Mike McDaniel and he end up going and trying to get his same plan that he originally wanted before the whole Brian Flores fiasco happened? The fact that, you know, he fires Mike McDaniel and he ends up bringing in Sean Payton and Tom Brady as his quarterback. You know, that will free up a guy like Mike McDaniel. Now, like he may, you know. He might end up getting fired. I don't think so, but I'm just using this as a scenario. But what if he gets fired? I would I would want him as an offensive coordinator. i take Mike McDaniel as the Saints' next offensive coordinator. That guy knew how to coach some offense. So, you know, that that's what I'm thinking about, right? What, what if that happened, right? Because, I mean, I, I did mention that, like, when that first happened. I said, what if, you know, they just hired Mike McDaniel because they wanted him to kind of be a lame duck coach? Right. And it would make, you know, give the organization justification for you know firing him. Right. Cause we know that the Miami Dolphins, they don't need much of an excuse. Right. And then honestly, you you gotta be, you gotta keep it a buck, right? You look at all this talent on the field, all the talent on the offense and the defensive side of the ball, and there's a chance that they may not make the playoffs. So, you know, hey, isn't that grounds of getting fired? Would anybody question that? Would anybody be like, no, it ain't right? They'll probably question it. But if Sean Payton ended up being the next head coach, do you think anybody else will say anything else about that? You'll be like, nah, I ain't got nothing to say. Right? Because look who they replaced him with. So that would be interesting. But I'm going to read a few more of them and get up out of here. It says, I think the Saints would have been a whole different team in the playoffs. Uh, we will be way more exciting than them Bucks for sure. I don't know about I don't know how exciting they would be, but I know nobody will want to play the Saints in the playoffs, especially if that defense plays like it has over the last couple of weeks. I think what they averaging as a defense, I mean, you know their opponents averaging about 13 to 15 points a game. That's pretty, that's pretty doggone good. Uh, let's see. Uh, no other fan base can compare it to us in general. Uh, what's going on? I mean, what's uh, going to happen? If they bring DA and Pete back, probably the same thing, unless they get themselves a really good quarterback. They need like they need to get a quarterback. Like, I feel like this. If they bring back Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael, then they they probably would do better not drafting a quarterback. Like, because I think somebody just mentioned that. That just wouldn't make any sense. I just think that they would do better with a veteran. So you probably would have to sign somebody else, maybe somebody you know, that's a little younger, you know, and a guy you probably look at to be, you know, take your uh, organization forward. But if you want to get yourself a young guy, you know, it, it's probably not going to be P. Carmichael being an offensive coordinator. Uh, refresh my memory. As far as our quarterback situation, which do you lean towards more? Stay, uh, stay still with uh, Dalton, big name, free agent, Car Garoppolo, Lamar, aggressive with a, uh, High draft pick. Look, I already I mentioned this um before. I'm over these these projects. I'm over these pit stop quarterbacks. I just think that when you start doing stuff like this, you find yourself going down a road you don't want to go. Right? I I think that the Saints and they have done this in the past, and Jeff Ireland has done a good job. And I don't know if Jeff Ireland will end up being offense. I mean, being a GM somewhere, but the scout team that they put together has done an outstanding job. And the Saints need to rely on those scouts to, to find the best quarterback to lead this team to the promised land, prosperity, and the future. Now, like it is time out for all these project coordinators, uh, these 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 project quarterbacks, these guys that are yeah, basically on borrowed time and they just come in here for the cheap, for the low, low price of $3.99. Like, forget all that. Like, forget, 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 forget all that. I want somebody – I want a young guy, right? And I just think that that's what you need to do. You get a young guy in here that's going to help you. Like all these people that's talking about, oh, what about salary cap, salary cap? That'll help you over the next couple of years because you have a quarterback who, you know, who's going to be on a rookie deal. So you can find, if he's good enough and he's playing well enough. You're going to be able to have guys come in. And if you're drafting good enough, you can bind those guys with those individuals. Then you'll win some games. TJ just skipped over my comment, like always. Um, Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep it 100. Uh, Pete, going. Uh, he doesn't want the job this year. Why would uh, he want it again? You know. I don't know. I, I think they're going to end up like having him save face. Uh, you know, it probably have him step down. I think it's going to be something like that. Um, you know, I think it's probably going to be, you know, where they probably want to go in a different direction, but they ain't going to want to fire him, so they probably going to give him the option of like, okay, you're going to step down. Uh, TJ, uh, what did Jameis do or didn't do in the first three games to deserve being benched? Jerry, I'm not getting into this conversation, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 tired of talking about Jameis Winston getting benched at this point. Like, we all understand that, you know, he got you know he got the short and the stick. We understand that he wasn't fully healthy. We understand that he shouldn't have played in the game. I'm over it. Like, I'm, I'm over talking about him. I wish this brother the best. It's pretty obvious. He's not playing week 18. It's time for us to move on from this. And, it's like, it's time for him to move on to greener passes and find somebody that's going to invest in him. Like, this whole Jameis Winston conversation, like, I'm over it now. Like Jameis Winston, most more than likely is not going to come back. He ain't coming back. It's over. So, talking about how he was robbed and like, no, I hate to say it, but nobody cares at this point. Like, nobody, nobody cares. Like, nobody is sitting up here, you know, standing outside the Saints organization with a picket sign saying free Jameis or let Jameis play. Nobody's doing that. It's over. Like, the best thing the New Orleans Saints can do. Is is just, you know, move on. And the best thing, Jameis, to do is just to move on. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm tired of talking about this. And I think everybody else is kind of tired of talking about it. It is week 18. Dennis Allen already said that Jameis ain't going to play. It's over. It's over. Right? It is time for everybody to just kind of go their separate ways or figure out what the heck they're going to do going forward. But it's over. It, it, it's over with. Over with. Uh, let's see. Y'all know the song Sicko Mode. Winston is the definition of Ripple Mode. Um, let's <laughs> see. TJ. Uh, TJ, can't please stop talking about hey, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. I, 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 I got a lot of respect for Jameis. I really do. I really do, man. I hope this dude finds a team and finds a coach and finds an organization that is willing to go down with the ship with him. But this ain't it. This ain't it. Okay? Um... I'm trying to see um, if we have any more. Let's see. I'm going to end it with this. Biennemi has been a top candidate uh, to be a head coach, but he has a bad past, uh, which may turn off organizations. The other thing is being under Andy Reid. Reid claims he is calling the shots, but I doubt it. Um, yeah, I think that you have yourself a, a, in a P. Carmichael situation. You know, it, it's, a, it's like a P. Carmichael situation, you know, like, you know, how good is that offensive coordinator really when you have a guy that's an offensive mastermind that's the coach? And it's always gonna be that way. So I'm pretty sure, you know, people gonna feel that way about it. You know, I'm thinking it, it, you know, they're they gonna feel this way about it. Um and I think that's pretty much it. Let me see. Um, because that one person that comment about the other person is right, oh well. The comments uh, get skipped. It happens, man. All I, know, all I'm saying is this: I don't sit like, I, I don't know, man. I've said, I've said this before, and I'm, I've been rolling with the show. You already know what it is. Um, I'm not like. Here's the reality: I'm not gonna get to everybody. I'm not. I'm not gonna get to everybody. Understand? People have something to say, but yeah, I'm not gonna get to everybody. You know. I'm I'm just not. I'm sorry, you know, but it, that just it is what it is. It's not it's not personal. Just not gonna get to everybody. But uh, that's it for me, man. That's it for me. Uh, thank y'all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. I really do appreciate it. You can follow me on, T, uh, on Twitter at TJAYJones8. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that.